This is the Open Forum Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Open Forum Podcast. My name is Mike Miller, joined by my co-host, Mike Martinez, to bring you the news, helpful insight, and more from the world of physical education. In this episode, Mike Martinez sits down at the annual Kayford Conference with the one and only Andy Hare. This conversation moves fast. There's toddlers, random walkthrough guests, a ton of PE All-Star cameos, including Kayford President Seth Martin and California Elementary Teacher of the Year, Will Potter, joins Mike as well. Will, Mike, and Andy talk all things self-motivation, designing skill progression, mud run fundraising, ed tech, luchador masks, and of course, Andy's impeccable sock game. Andy also talks all about his various tattoos. I think those are tattoos. So let's head over to the Best Coast with Mike and Andy. Enjoy, and yeah. maybe we'll see you up there because it looks small on a map. Where, are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Where does Aaron live? Pleasant Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to go to the city? Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to go to San Francisco? Hey, we're, we're playing in there. I went okay. Pier 39 okay. as little That's kids, suburbia. So, you know, that's yeah, suburbia. Yeah. You want to go out. I want to go Australia. Pad- I want to go paddleboarding on the bay. Um, so I'm looking at paddleboard tours. Come pleasant. by half the oh. bay. Really nice. Wicked. Awesome. I'll, I'll email you. And, uh, yeah, please do. Yeah, no yep. worries. I'm like right, right there by the beach. Excellent. We're in. Okay, Great to meet you. Care. Take care. No worries. No, it's, it's a well, it's, it's real life right there. This is this is That's real. This is real phys ed goodness going on over here. It's only the best stickers going around because you are amazing. <laughs> All right. See you, man. <laughs> well, that was a fun little surprise, huh? <laughs> so we, th- we said on Twitter this can go anywhere, and we were not wrong. It's going anywhere. We were not wrong. I was thinking about maybe we can edit it, but you know what? She dropped an S bomb on us. It's the first time we had a a. Four little words that you can't say on, on television, but you can say it on radio. So, yeah. what a treat that was. I know, how good. I have no idea what we were talking about before that. We were talking about the fact that these peanut butter jelly sandwiches are so delicious. <laughs> yeah. And that I agree with. Um, so, I'm sitting here eating a che- peanut butter jelly sandwich and drinking a Red Bull. Tell me that's not enough sugar for a morning for someone. That'll get you around. to lunchtime at least, mm. I would think, right? It'll burn quick. So, question for you to shift focus a little bit. I'm sure. Uh, what year is this of teaching for you? How long have you been in this game? 24. 24 years. I'm sure 24 years ago, you got into this profession mm. for the same reason all of us did. Old famous rock star teacher who travels the globe. Oh, and one for night. <laughs> I'll tell you honestly why I got into teaching. Um, so I was a, an elite athlete as a runner um, mm. back in high school. And, um, and I switched to triathlons. And, and looking at um, you know where I was on the triathlon world and, and you know what I wanted to do, uh, I sort of undenied about it. I, you know, at that stage you couldn't earn a living off off elite running or um, Australia, but you could follow a sport uh, way. And I got sure. into uh, like I was heavily distracted with running and, and everything that you get distracted with in high school. And I got into teaching. I put down five choices of courses to get into. Four were big dreams and. And the fifth was teaching, so I got into teaching. How fun. And then we had to stream. I've gone, well, you know, I might as well do a PE uh, at university. So in high school, second year of uni, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, you had the time box at the start of um, university. What do you want to do? Well, I want to be an elite athlete. Um, right. Yeah, every young kid wants of to course. be an elite athlete and do all that. And, you know, live on my, my 44-year-old brain now, if I had that when I was 20, and we all do, uh, it would have been amazing. But I thought like a 20-year-old, so I made mistakes like a 20-year-old. But 
you know, looking at it and thinking about things, things happen for a reason. I got a college a scholarship at the University of Hawaii um, to run cross country. Oh, wow. I blew my knee out that summer, so I couldn't go. Um, but then in April, I met my uh, I met a girl, um, and I met her in a at a. Res, residence function, which was really cool. She threw up all night long. I held her hair. Um, I uh, I thought she looked pretty nice, so I chased her and she kept pushing me away. Um, I showed her a bit of charm, and she took the bait, and uh, and we've been together ever since. So that was ninety. 93, I think we got together, and now she's with me on this trip. And that's so, at Disneyland. Yeah. So Look if that. I hadn't blown my knee, um, if I'd taken the scholarship, hadn't blown my knee, and all that, I would have never met her. And power of perspective there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And then so I look at that and I go, well, you know, I look at that same thing with work. And when I first got burst teaching, the pump, you know, it was, hey, I know how to teach PE. Hey, let's go. I'm in every game. I play dodgeball. You know, I knock heads off with dodgeball <laughs> and you have a chuckle and you go, oops, sorry. Never really felt the emotion of a child until I had kids. Sure. Um, when I had kids, everything changed. Of course. My kids came home with real world problems that... I knew I was creating at school and I wasn't listening to, so I started listening. Um, and I started really feeling it as a kid, you know, at home and that emotion of old at home. And for me, I became a better person that day. Um, and then I, I started listening to kids and, and um, pretty much straight away, I, I became a real emotional teacher. Mm. You know, I lost the... I lost the ideal of trying to win and really trying to create. Um, sure. And... Um, you know, that, that's probably that story of, of, of how I got into it and why I got into it, and it evolved. It just stuck. I mean, I, I, I went into the classroom for a while. I, I had to because I needed to understand the classroom. Right. You know, I didn't want to be someone advocating on the outside that, yeah, classroom teachers had to do it if I had no, no street cred there. Sure. Um, I got into the classroom. I found the room was too small. Um, <laughs> so I got out of the classroom. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like being responsible for the welfare of only 25 kids. I, there you go. You know, I... I gave, made myself a deal 10 years ago that um, within the, the end of the 10 years, I would have the ability to influence over a million kids a year um, directly through uh, working with those teachers. This year, thanks to some work with the ICC in, in Dubai, um, we're up to about 50 million kids. Um, wow. So we wrote a book, as I myself and Wayne Schultz, um, sorry, um, Sean DeMorton, Wayne Schultz and my, myself went to Dubai and we wrote a book for them within a couple of days and um, and it's going to be rolled out right across the world for entry level you know, cricket to, to influence kids right across the world so you know and uh, and inside that we taught them how to how to make cricket balls and how to make um, bats out of uh, rubbish that's um, unreal and it was eye opener I remember the one of the ladies representing uh, Papua New Guinea she was just like this is ridiculous. I walk on this stuff every single day of the week, and so all my equipment is underneath my feet. They, like, I can't comprehend. To me, it's a big deal being from New York, being here in California. Yeah. I can't imagine going to Australia yeah. to do something like this, yeah. going to Dubai. How did you go from, I'm Andy here, I'm a teacher, this is what I love doing. It probably could be a separate episode all by itself, oh, by I the way. I think so. <laughs> you, you know, the, the phone rang in, um, no, the desire rang in 2015. Um, Shape America Conference was in Seattle. 
Um, and the reason I went to that was absolutely nothing to do with physical education. No um, kidding. I had a pen pal when I was 10 years of age and still have a still have her. And so we've been pen pals for 35 years. Come on. Um, and she lives in Mukilteo, which is 50 minutes above Seattle. So I, I've gone, I've only met her face to face twice in, no in that kidding. time. Um, once when um, my wife and I were dating uh, back in 98, um, no, 97 she came over. Um, and then my family and I went over I'm up in Shape Seattle. I thought, Heather, I'm coming. I'm coming to this conference. And I scraped all my pennies together and, and did all this extra work and, and funded the whole thing myself. And I still fund everything myself now. Um, and to do that really meant a lot. And what I found is not only did I have that human touch, which we always talk about, with Heather, Jim, and her family of three kids um, up in Mukilteo and had an absolute wild ball of time. But then I found all these people that I'd be on Twitter real. Yeah. Um, they're not just a name or, or, a, or a fake. A little um, square picture. Yeah. yeah, I know. The one that blew me away was Colin Brooks. Right? Yes. So Colin's um, Twitter, I'm not sure if Colin's, I think he changed their um, picture finally, but um, he was on a slack lining and he was on one foot and sort of um, sideways. And, and I'm going, Oh, Colin Brooks, this guy is so tall, I can't wait to see him. Well, I get there and he's like five foot six. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're meant to be a, this giant. And he's like, no, 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 I'm only a short guy. He's maybe not, sorry, Colin, maybe maybe five seven. Uh, yeah, at least you're taller than Naomi, which is... A, there you go. Most um, people are. Yeah. Um, so from there, um, I saw that vision, saw that drive. Hello, Aaron. No, welcome in. Hello. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm going to need the other credit card and I'm going to that. This one? Yeah. Okay, so yep. basically I'll just put the whole thing on this one. Yeah, do that. Yeah, no problems. We're just paying for our accommodation. I'm just giving my card away. No Random worries. Just paying for things people. left and right. As um, you can see, nothing and no one is safe when Andy Hare's around. No gentlemen. chance. I'm getting things thrown at me, money stolen. <laughs> if they need me to sign, I'll come over. <laughs> um... Yes, yeah, so from from Shape Seattle, it then just buzzed. But um, what I found was that the human connection became so real. Sure. That from that day, I was then able to take those lessons and those friendships I made and put them straight back into the children of Leopold. Um, you know, I'm not being selfish with any of this and I'm not keeping any of this to myself, but all, everything that I've done, you know, this whole CAFED experience goes directly deposited into the, the education base of the kids at Leopold. Sure. You've got to find the right way to do it because the worst thing you can do coming from a conference is scrap Monday's plan and put your newfound stuff in. But bit by bit I'll, I'll actually deconstruct this conference and implement those things and you know seeing in Michael Taylor's speech straight away I worked out the absolute inroad to, to engineer change into the teachers and there are simple little tools that doesn't take anything away from teacher time. Correct. Um, but maximizes everything for um, individual learning. And, you know, looking at my teachers in my school, they're very open to that. But I, I know that my approach has probably um, been less educated into how to do it. So now I actually have that real solid uh, understanding how to do it. So from that, um, probably going through that, that phase, then um, the big one was, uh, we come back to this one, but I, um, it was in May of uh, 2016, um, I had a terrible accident um, right. about six weeks before, which we can elaborate on later. But in that rehab process, I got a tweet from uh, Seth Martin, 
and Seth had reached out and he said, hey Andy, would you, we'd love for you to come to Kayford next year and bring cricket. And straight away I've gone, Seth, look, this is unreal. You know, Ken Kerr or something like that because I'm absolutely not doing anything to lay on my couch at the moment because right. I can't. And he's like, nah, we, we, we don't pay. We're, our policy is we don't pay for people to come out unless they're keynoting and stuff like that. I said, cool, I'll find another way. Put me down. So, like everything, I try and build everything and try and make everything happen. Um, and I went to Cricket Australia. I said, they want me to do cricket. Let's do Cricket Australia. This is Production-wise, this is working out very, very well right now. This is working really <laughs> Almost well. think I know what I'm doing do over here. Do I need here. to come? Uh, um, well, instead of doing a separate interview, which I was planning on, why don't we just make this one big happy family? In case you haven't heard yet, Will Potter, ladies and gentlemen, California Elementary PE Teacher of the Year. Well, they're, they're trying to abbreviate it. I don't know what it's going to look like. You have to sign really long checks now because... Yeah. How's the process been? How is how's this week been, Mister Elementary PE Teacher of the Year, Will Potter? Mister VP Potter. <laughs> Mister VP Potter. Yeah. PP yeah. PP Potter. OVP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, explain the week. It's for lack of a better word, conflicting. Sure. You're like very excited, but also very nervous. You're extremely happy. Like you you. You're proud, but you also feel humbled. You're 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 at a peak, but you're also feeling challenged to go and do more. So you're trapped in a glass case of emotion. What you say? Yes. <laughs> How ironic! In front of this glass wall, glass Mr. Hare, nothing's by accident over here. No. Nothing's by accident. No. Speaking of things that are not by accident, come yeah. on in, brother. All right. Have a safe See you All right. Good deal. Enjoy Jersey. Yeah, you too. Brian, Andy, yeah, Andy, Brian. Yeah, he's just called Jules. Yeah, but he is, I mean, yeah. yeah. All right, sounds good. Little cameo from Jersey. superstar yeah. trainer Brian DeVore. Just, he, he came, he saw, he conquered. Is he carrying Nick Klein? We love you, Nick. For the we, record, we it's a very you, small bag. <laughs> <laughs> we, love you. we love you, Nick. What happens when Andy Hare pops on to anything, actually, because normally this is a much more controlled situation. Shooters, we've had fireworks, we've had toddlers. We're the, we're the, Going back to Will Potter for a split <laughs> second. So WVPP. WVPP. It's a little EPEWVPP. No, WPP. Big man, big name. So it makes sense to have all these conflicting emotions and these positive feelings, but these like, should this really be happening feelings? Let's isolate that to last night. Very, very nice suit. You've got your peers there, you have friends, you have you have the, the, the spotlight. What was last night like, re- finally receiving the award? It was amazing. It was like, you get you get why people at the Oscars have like, no idea, or they're like shaking, or they're, because I knew I was gonna win, and I knew they were gonna call my name. It wasn't a surprise, and I got up there and I had to grip the podium just to stop from shaking. Sure. While I, while I read what I was gonna say. But it, it's a, it's an amazing feeling. It's a privilege. It's an honor, like everybody says. I know it's repetitive, but it really is. It's just a it's a it's great to be recognized for, for your accomplishments and your hard work. And um, this is a great organization to be recognized by. Um, and looking at the people, I'm I was you know I were preceding me, uh, Matt and Seth, and then. Looking at my peers in the category, in the other categories, the high school, Eric and Kristen, those are like, I saw Kristen's name in the program. I was like, how is she not? Like, 
she's the penguin lady. Like, <laughs> I knew her 10 years ago, and I was like, oh, she's an amazing teacher back 10 years ago when I was, you know, picking lint out of my belly button and not knowing exactly <laughs> what to do. So it's it's just, it's impressive to be in that, in that class of, of teacher. Sure. Um, now, having that title is something that I'm sure all teachers would love to someday put on a resume and, and, and have associated with your name. What does it mean for you for you moving forward? Uh, what do you think that this award means for your teaching, for Kayford, for PE in California? So it's it's like I said earlier, it's it's a peak and a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's you feel super accomplished, you feel powerful, you feel a little bit like the 400 pound gorilla that can sleep wherever it wants (laughs) but then you're also like you see that next mountain and that next climb that you want to take and now you have a jumping off point and and sort of a place where you know if if you take that leap and you fall at least you're only falling a little bit (laughs) and and so there's that feeling um it's 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 definitely a more secure feeling i mean i love my community my school but it wasn't that long ago, maybe six, seven years ago, where my program was in jeopardy of being shut down. Um, I was out of, almost out of a job. I was, you know, guided on the, the right path and given advice um, by some some mentors that that definitely shook me back into into the kick me in the pants, so to speak, sure. on the path. But um, so so it definitely feels like I have a little bit of security. Love that. Professionally. Now, you're a guy who's been heavily involved in the California scene, the PE scene, for a while. How does this year's, how does K for 19, because of years past, what direction do you see this organization going in? So, a few years ago in San Diego, we had the theme of stronger, mm-hmm. and, and the organization was in dire straits. Mm-hmm. And we, we made the, the commitment to bring in strong and um, accomplished professionals to these conferences mm-hmm. and and every year since that that idea um, we've pushed harder and harder to bring stronger and stronger individuals into the fold and I think you know people like Andy uh, Mike Melanie all these people have come in and done amazing jobs of, of lifting and elevating not only our game, but inspiring others to raise their game and keep keep that that momentum going. First, I, mean, I can definitely attest as someone who has been fortunate to have seen a couple of different states conferences and the way people do things. I'm a little, I feel like I'm a little spoiled with New York State being one of the bigger ones in the country and having a thousand to fifteen hundred people. This place has no shortage of energy. Of pack. I mean, I'm sitting across from. I'm not sure how tall you would be in metric, but. Uh, seven foot twelve of, of of just human energy, which is is only added by Jess Monlux being over here, who's the probably the female equivalent in, in terms of energy of Andy Hare. I mean, there, there's passion, there's excitement, there's energy. I don't know if it's emanating from Disney being down the street or if it's just the palm trees, but this there's definitely a buzz here that I feel like you don't find in many other states. That's right, absolutely. We can make Jessica laugh on cute. Jessica's wet herself now and she needs some tissues. I've had the pleasure of me, of knowing Jess now for two days. Two days? Two days? Two days, two days, two days, two days almost two three days. days. 
I have not heard many words come from her. I've just heard her laugh yes. for yes. for an entire weekend. Can so we far. capture that and then you sing it? Send it to me. Uh, we're not going to sing it, but send it to me for my ringtone. Will just do. Jessica laugh. Ooh, that could be entertaining. That could be entertaining. That could right? be and we should need be. To snip the uh, the Jess ringtone laugh going around the uh, the PE world. So aside from whatever it was that Andy had just said about pickle nickels, pickle nickels, <laughs> and whatever <laughs> else it was. <laughs> What, what's been the highlight of, of your conference so far, Jess? Um, I think the highlight for me has been getting some new philosophies that I, gives me a new way of looking at my teaching. It's like a bingo square coming to conferences, isn't it? You, oh, you've got totally. your shop and you know what you're looking for. And when you feel that last square, you've got gotten this. It's almost like Napoleon Dynamite's brother. Just going, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it's so true, though. And I feel like that bingo card has, the more you do this, has more of a mix of things. Like for me, sitting across from Andy Hare for two minutes was a box that I needed to check off. You know, a, a big box I needed to check off. Uh, it was pretty decent size. Roscoe's chicken and waffles with onions, and which unfortunately you were left out of. But I enjoyed- Just making sure that's out there on record. I enjoyed for the two of us, trust me. Good was something based on your recommendation that I was able to check off. Yeah. Um, but then the sessions, you know, whether it's assessment, whether it's, uh, yeah. A new activity like, like cricket that yeah. I would love to introduce, but don't really know the ins and outs. Why not bring Captain Cricket himself to show us how to do that? I can show you how to use some sandpaper. <laughs> Man, that, that's the joke going around everyone with Australian cricket at the moment. I love Shine it up a little bit. Sorry, David Warner and Steve Smith. <clears throat> <clears throat> but honestly, your uh, Andy, your session uh, featuring the the animation. Oh, you love that. I I'm I still I'm. Think of all the different ways I can use it, especially for my little ones. Like they're gonna be so locked in, and I can just stand in the back of the room, and be like they have no idea it's me. Yeah, it's me. You, you know what? When, when I first presented that at EPW, it was Will's expression that I saw first, and I've just he's just dropped the jaw. It's hit the ground. We thought there was an earthquake happening, <laughs> and it was just like, what's just happened? Well, that's the um, first time we ever saw that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Or anything even similar to that. And I just laughed and like yesterday when we were sitting there and I was showing Sid and Sid's fringe moving back and forth yeah. and I put the music on, but before I put the music on, I was like, for anyone that's left, suckers. Yeah, you missed it. Out. You missed and, it. And, you know, him, him singing Let's Get Silly by the VLC and, um, and he's rocking and the, the hair's going back and forth. And the best part about all that is that it blows kids off. Of course. Even kids. I mean, so Will Potter is one of my go-to tech guys. Yeah. And I almost hesitate to do it because I don't know if it's your delivery or if you just actually think I'm a moron, but <laughs> <laughs> I ask him questions. Him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But pretty much he asked me a question. I'm like, no, nah, you can do that in Keynote. But yeah. my questions are usually like, hey, I can't get my laptop to turn on. He's like, did you press power? I'm like, ah, I forgot that one again. <laughs> but then I'll ask him, and he's like, no, you can just do it like this, this, this. When we see something like the the animation, yeah. and he's like, "Man, this guy's good." I'm yeah. like, and if he, like, oh. I'm like, let me write this yeah. down real quick. Yeah. So it's little things that I never even expected to get that out of this yeah. conference. So and that comes back again to that engineering I was talking about with equipment and looking at something and going, "I'm not, I'm not paying a, a product to this. I'm going to do this myself." So yeah. that took six months to learn uh, from start to scratch, and, and I've still got probably another twenty months to go before I can even try and do the basic level of it but sure. the best thing ever was we have this major fundraiser at the end of the year started as the mini mutter which was huge now it's a color it went to the color run and now it's become a color mutter uh, <laughs> and it's kind yes. of a, we're just messing it right up but uh, color um, mutter. 
I did the pre-race briefing like a flipped video so all the kids see the course, understand everything, parents understand everything before the event happens. Sure. We don't verbalize it, we do it on a video. So I created it and Sid did it. You know, he had it going, he's at the desk as a broadcast. We brought up the ESPN window which showed the course and Sid was able to then to communicate to it. And that was simply just me behind there. And I love because I can you know wave the hair so the, uh, the hair moves. Um, I can blink, I can look at the screen, I can smile, I can tell a dad joke and just have a big grin. And Sid does all that. So the kids all of a sudden just go, whoa, hang on. And then they're spooked because they go, that was you, wasn't it? And he's like, how can it be me? I'm standing here. Right. Like, you know, he sits on there and he's live. I'm standing here. How is it me? Uh, which is really cool. The best part about it, well, I went to show these guys in the keynote at EPEW and the computer, I couldn't work out how to, how to do my uh, video, uh, so I missed it. But what I had done is... We, my, it after. we did Everyone did get to yeah, see it. They did get to see it after, because what, what I ended up doing was, with that I learned um, through exploring keynote as well, where you could interact with these characters. So I set it all up as a conversation, and I got my two kids and a neighbour's kid to actually be the voices of the characters, and got them to read the script and then at the same time I then snipped my conversation out which I was going to do live mm -hmm. but as the conversation happened I press uh, pause like the, the letter P on the, the laptop which then paused the slides because it was just a video right. um, paused the slide which allowed me to communicate and then let it go again and yeah. she would then ask the next question and then I just like press pause jokes going, like yeah. dad jokes going like it was yeah. So, and these kids, and I had to make sure I stood on the left because the, I made sure when I was recording, the kids were looking at me on the, their left. And so it all worked just beautifully, except for the audio, which, oh. you know, again, you know, that, and that that's, that's fun. I mean, that's real life. Sure. You know, I, you don't get bent down in it. I ended up uh, becoming the, the character voice as well with the microphone. And, you know, and that's um, that's how you roll. So again, my my conversion game is a little different. So if it took you six months in Australian time to figure that out, <laughs> yeah. it'll take me at least six years of American time, oh, and, no, and for no, the general no, public, no, somewhere in between. No chance. No, yes. Yes. No, 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 no. It'll take you four months because in America the currency is better. So, you know, I lose I lose currency coming here, so you gain it. But you gain hours though, don't you? Or is it the other way around? No, in Australia no, at the it's moment, it's they just get stuff earlier because it's technically tomorrow today. Yeah, yeah he's already talking about. I just don't now. sleep; I just bounce. I mean, I'm with you. I'm still trying to figure out yeah. the three-hour difference. I don't even know what day you're in. No, for so I didn't even bring luggage. I just brought ten pairs of clothes, and at the end of the day, I just zip down, and the next <laughs> pair of clothes is on already. Yeah. So I'm actually really thin. It's just, <laughs> yeah, they're just skin suits. Like, yeah, the socks are actually part of it. That is fantastic. <laughs> We originally started with a very like academic, important <laughs> conversation. I have no idea how we got to this point, but I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. I am so glad that we did. We put on Twitter that it will go anywhere. It'll win. It's going anywhere. Oh, yeah. It's going anywhere. And I, I feel terrible, Kai. I think I told you initially, I only need about five minutes of your time. He's been here since last night now. We're, we're yeah. wrapping back and forth. We had a camp over and everything. I laid on the couch. I reserved it for him. And we had kids with stickers on their legs. And yeah. Everything. We've had toddlers. Yeah. yeah. Demolish the peanut butter jelly sandwich. Never had an American one. It's got a different accent. Well, you've got the packaged one. You can right. get a real one. No, no, no. I'll make the real one. Oh, and I'll give you three here guesses. we go. The handing over of oh. the ultimate prize what fuels him. around town. Stephanie Shadimo receives the award of Jim Tam. Folks, we are handing out official 
Australian wafer cookies known as Tim Tams. Stephanie Sandino has won that award just by showing up to the booth, actually. She walked over and she won. Yeah, she won. You're the winner. No, we trade socks, um, secondhand socks. That's all right. Runner socks. So if you've ever never traded someone else a pair of runner socks, you they are very, very, very ripe. Um, sometimes they'll just walk in by themselves. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, changing jerseys. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And, I really you know, do the jerseys, I think. Steph and I traded socks um, at EPW last year. Um, in fact, socks just exchanged themselves. They just walked across the room to each other and jumped into the bags. For those, um, for those of you who can't see, everyone should want to exchange socks with Andy Hare. His, his so- the only thing that's stronger than his outfits are, is his sock game. His sock game is unreal. So you haven't seen this, right? And this, this was pure by accident. So I've got this beautiful sock game going on. Um, but then last year I got addicted to tattoos. Um, at 44 years of age, I went and got tattooed. So what I, um, what I, what I tried to win, went to do, I know, right? It's crazy. So my first tattoo was this, this um, arrow on the back of my... Uh, I like it. So that means I'm always going forward in life, and, and oh, that was really more directional of like where uh, yeah, where things are headed. Absolutely. So the second tattoo was um, two big bands going across my legs. So they're my two kids. That represents my two kids. Oh, I love my it. My third tattoo was a bit more painful. Um, it was the massive rose on the bottom of my Holy board. Moses. Um, so that's the same. My wife's got a, bit, a large. Yeah, love the fruit. It's very beautiful. Um, that that is my my wife's got the same um, tattoo on the back of her back, like but it's super large. Sure. Um, so it represents both of us, and then the turtle represents absolute inner peace, um, and then on the back I've got the angel wings that, that absolutely um, go with me everywhere. So, so you made it for years of lost time by just yeah. jamming these in in the last All couple in of years. Two yeah. months. That's fantastic. <laughs> I've, got, I've gone from nothing to five tattoos in two months. I feel like you don't do anything gradually though, right? I feel like everything I, I for you know. is. I went straight, full speed straight into the deep pain first and I figured that if I get the painful ones first and everything else will seem easy. Sure. Um, so yeah then Erin who was here before she uh, was staying with her for five days and she told me her cousin's boyfriend uh, is also a tattooist and I'm like oh some San Fran tats. They're, they're a little bit different. As long as it's not the Giants. We'll go to the A's. We'll go to the A's. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Folks foot tattoos, Jess's laugh, Will's award, <laughs> Stephanie's got candy now, or cookies, or wafers. We, uh, we've had biscuits. we've had people biscuits. People pop in to chat to us and then realize halfway through that we're recording, and so they're on the podcast too. I, I hope not a single second of this ends up being edited. I hope this just runs as is. This is this is record breaking stuff right here. This really is. This is this is this is audio gold right here. Not word of a lie. Nothing was written down. This uh, might actually be the, the the last one I'm I'm legally allowed to record. <laughs> <laughs> After all this. So if you should notice, yes. in case Mike Martinez disappears from this podcast, <laughs> this just might be the reason why. We're going out with a bang, folks. We are going out with a bang. Games. Come out with a new podcast. Mr. Will does. <laughs> Mr. Will doesn't have his lucha mask. I oh, somebody has been in contact with Seth you, Martin. I'm guessing, did huh? Bring it? No, it's up in the room. Uh, I do. Uh, it's in my uh, backpack. Is he even returned? Uh, 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 it's, I have it. Is this part? Is this part of the regular outfit, Andy, or is this something that? This is a two-year luchaversary that we've yet to get a photo of. Yes, we need to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. President-elect Seth Martin has entered the, Whoa, the so conversation. This is SMP. This is yeah, SMP. You know me. <laughs> and W... WVPP. You don't have one either. 
He might be in my room. Is this a double beatdown from the Aussie? Look at Mike A one-on-two attack over here. Shall I hop on the top bench and come off it with both arms like a bald eagle coming flying at both of you? I think I'm P's to take down mode. I think I'm mercy for Mr. Will. With all due respect, Mr. Hare, is anything mixed in that Red Bull by any chance? Or is that was that just... No, no. This is just... He had an American packaged peanut butter and jelly sandwich. True. Enough sugar in that to a rhino. As, as it will tell you that uh, one of the... Um, Wait, who the hell, who let him drink a Red Bull? One, here we go, here we go. One of the... Like, really? Mixes in here. Uh, I can't think which one it was. As it will tell us. But it is actually... Our um, Our mercy on No kidding. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, Azza. You message us, buddy. And uh, tell us which flavor or which ingredient that was. Mr. Martin. Oh, that's How's it. it Taurine. How are things, Taurine. sir? How's the conference? How's, how's your week? Busy, but it's been a great conference. It's, it's gone really well, and uh, everyone's no kidding, There's a lot of buzz and a lot of positivity going around. So I think it's been overall a great experience. I've been running around, absolutely, going to a lot of meetings, but it's been it's been good. I do feel a little bad. I feel like I've seen you in passing yes. a million times, but never got a chance to actually. Sit and enjoy. I know. Hang out at all. I know. I'm, what, I'm like but here we are. In, uh, Do you know what the El, the El Presidente in, 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 in uh, Minnesota? Yes. So the El Presidente of the past was suit, beautiful, shirt, beautiful, fancy looking shoes, beautiful. Do you know what the El Presidente of the future is going to be? Yeah. Bright socks and slides. <laughs> That's what we're going for. Yeah, it's a good are, look. It's a good look. We're bringing it. And we're, we're going to create some special um, P and VP socks. I love Personalized, it. Personalized, identifiable. Nice. Gen and, gently uh, used or, or is it be new? No, they will They will come in a plastic bag. But they will walk out stiff. And they will be available uh, to purchase from the P and the VP special merch. I love <laughs> it. Special <laughs> merch. I want to see Are you going to run the booth? I'll run, I'll run the booth. All profits go to getting me back here next year. That's reason enough to buy. Sign me up for two. The Andy Hair Foundation. Yeah. The Andy Hair Foundation. Yes. So then I can buy extra socks. I love <laughs> it. So Seth, it's Saturday uh, morning, afternoon ish. Is is your week finally starting to calm down a little bit? Are you starting to breathe? It is. We have a normal cycle we have meetings again? tomorrow. Um, for the last hour, I've been trying to get out of my fancy clothes, but <laughs> it, it's it's normal. Yeah. To, you know, it's it's good to talk to everybody and and. Uh, one of the things that I want is that openness to have conversations about what people see and where they want things to go and that it is truly, you know, the members organization, not the leadership org running everything. For sure. And so I feel like that's been going on where I've had a lot of conversations even on my way out from the keynote. Right. It was amazing. By the way. Mm -hmm. So not to put you on the spot, but with that idea in mind, the slogan or the mantra for this week has been K for 19, our time. As the president-elect, what does that mean to you moving forward? What, what, what do you see as KFIRD's immediate future going into this next year? Well, I think even like what I'm thinking about is our time is realizing that the present, where we're at right now, and appreciating it and celebrating it. What I want in next year is to also start thinking through our future and where we're going. Mm -hmm. And as an organization, why we're going there and building the true path rather than wandering, having a direction we want to go and trying to get there. And doing the best we can to lay out the easiest route, but also the, the most encompassing route for the membership to get there and to serve them best. I love that. 
I mean, I, I'm I'm inspired hearing that. I'm not even a part of the the West Coast crew over here. Mm-hmm. Um, although, honorary. although I can't help but feeling like the idea of a focused, straight, direct path versus wandering with Andy here being in our presence. I feel like there's a professional wanderer whose brain is just <laughs> as I'm talking, I see him just kind of <laughs> pinballing all over the place. You, you notice that, like, Doug the, Doug the dog. Squirrel, yeah. But, I mean, it sets right on because, I mean, you look at Route 66. It's a, a direct path, but all the townships that come off and influence the way. And I think that's that's the hell of the right way to do it. I mean, you know, Highway 1 up and down the, uh, the coast of California. You have to be able to travel from top to bottom to be able to influence the whole thing. And, and if we as educators can travel up that highway and grab what we need, shop for what we need, like the bingo box before, the, in our classrooms, mm-hmm. the kids will benefit. And I think that's the, that's the whole nature of it. But we can't stay in the present because in the present, it's going to surpass us. It's sure. like, you know, where we were when devices first came into the hands of kids, we were like, get them out of kids' hands, whereas now we're like, let's use them. Let's use them. How many different Um, ways? Yeah, exactly right. So with with the P and the VP, I think we're we're right. Like, you know, hitting that mark and then being able to bring in people who are sort of those those dreamers to to paint the picture of what it could look like and and then researching, even going back into ancient times and researching like the the Chinese evolution of education and where they started and how fast they grew and then bringing that back because we know as educators everything that we've done has gone around bloody five times in, in the, the years that we've been on. And it's and it's like what Melanie said, it's it's she said it was in her session and she went to a business thing and, and they were talking about technology and mm. you don't want to focus on what's now. You want to focus on what's in ten years yeah. and where you're gonna be in ten years. Yes. Yes. And and to have that foresight and that vision is something that goes along with Seth's, Seth's yeah. uh, theme of being in focus. Right. Um, so it's just taking it to that to that prognostication. Well, even going a right. step further, I mean, I think to to do it right, you have to keep revisiting the why and revisiting that path and looking at it and deciding if the path is is still working, if it's still the path we need, and also that it is, we're accomplishing what we want to accomplish. So I think that's another piece to it is always bringing back that reflection and not just going, all right, you know, this is the way and that's it. Because just like as teachers, you know, you reflect after the lesson and you figure out what worked well, but also what you need to adjust. So the next group gets a better experience. And as we do things, we look at what we did, how it worked, do we need to adjust? And I think if that whole process is there, but the whole time, not wandering from that and not straying from the overall idea that we want to give our membership the best experience and the best support that we can give them. I think it's spot on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping other state leaders are listening to this and kind of thinking about the same, you know, how can we shift this focus for, for our groups as well? And I think the idea of improving the present while looking to the future is so critically important I, I, to me personally it speaks to our session thursday morning about uh you know how many people were in that room looking for again admittedly i am abysmal when it comes to technology but here i am with andy Hare and jess and will and there's yeah. and staff and we're and we're, we're working with teachers who maybe are a little bit afraid of the future yeah but learning how to, be, they realize this is where our kids are going. Yeah. We, we need to get there first yeah. so we can get, kind of guide that path to them. Yeah. Yeah. 
And maybe not even get there first. I think it's harnessing what they're at and, and being abreast of it. Because we, we as teachers, what we're doing is harnessing where the kids want to go. Right. Um, so I think the pressure of trying to get there first for educators is too much on top of what they are. But what we've got to have is we've got to have a 1% knowledge of everything. So when the kids are at that spot, we can go, yes, this is where you're headed. Um, and be wowed by it too. Be allow, allow ourselves to be taught. You know, what a better way to actually harmonise and connect with kids than be taught by them, um, which is you know, really powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, the, the ability for them to be able to teach things yeah. enhances their knowledge and understanding of yeah. it. If you can yeah. teach it back to somebody else, it shows a deepened yep. sense of understanding. Yeah, the power of teaching a teacher, man, kid doesn't want that. Yeah, and that's why um, it, you know, learning is messy. Um, completely messy. It should never have a, a purposeful, beautiful look. And you know, we I think on social media we need to be looking at what we post and and posting what is real um, and messy. So teachers that yeah might be suffering depression and anxiety and stuff like that actually feel that they're doing an amazing job. Right. Um, you know, because that is you know one of the perils. You read what you see and you believe what you see. You know, if we can see behind that scene and see that really messy element then uh, and an out of control element that, that looks um, like it's it's just ridiculous is authentic. I think it's important for people to know and myself included, I see a Seth Martin, a Will, uh, an Andy, a Jess video of something going on in their classroom and I have to remind myself that video probably didn't come out the first take yeah. because when, I, when yeah. I try it the first time, I'm like, oh, why can't my kids do it? Why yeah. can't I do it? But then realize that if you do it for two days, three days a yeah. week, eventually you get that finished product and you realize, oh, I can do it. Well, it's that, that idea of the iceberg, right? You've yes. got the tip of the iceberg that shows. That's all and you see. And that's all you see. And that's yep. what the social media is. And then underneath that, that calm layer of water is hours and hours of work. and it's all yeah. the failures and stuff that like you that. see. But I also love posting mistake videos. Like, yeah. I taught balloons on a windy day. <laughs> and I teach outside. And I've got a kid throwing a balloon, watching it fly behind him. <laughs> That was one of the best and, videos you ever posted. And I'm like, oh, this is this is what it is. Yeah. Well, Mike's and, video didn't look like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it, was, he... it was copying your idea. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Why is I'm he chasing the balloon behind him? <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, it's so real. Like last year, I turned to dance play as a, as a way to you know not only look after myself better, but learn something brand new. And um, yeah, you know, I was dancing three hours a day from absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm fit, but dance fit. Far out. I was so sore, blown Achilles and everything. But bit by bit, it all started to um, it all started to come together. And the first video takes were a mess. I'd send them to Mel and she'd go work on this, work on this, work on this, work on this. I'm like, all right, cool. And you come back by the end of it, it was tweak, tweak this, or you just got to say this, um, uh, and away it went. And then yesterday in our session, I said, yeah, Mel, we're going to do blame it on the bookie. Yep, you know that. And she goes, nope, I've never learnt it. I'm like. Holy crap! So all of a sudden, I'm a dance play ambassador, and I got to teach Melanie Levenberg a dance play song, um, a dance play moves, and and you know, that's part of that that real evidence that she could see all those mistakes along the way, but it trusted her enough to say, "I'll put my name alongside yours, and let's let's run this show." Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Um, I think this this might be an open forum podcast first. I actually have to cut this short because I have to use the bathroom so bad. It's not even yeah. funny. Um, but while I have you folks here, for, first things first, if we can borrow the will stick for yes. a split second yeah. to get a group photo. Let's do that. Seth Martin, thank you so much for, one, being welcome, open to like, me coming out here and, and hanging out. 
I have no doubts from what I've seen that you're walking into a great situation in a great organization with great people and that they're only going to be furthered by your leadership. So thank you very much thank for you. all you've done. Jess, one of the highlights of my week has been <laughs> randomly bumping into you and getting to hear and make you laugh. Uh, thank you for sharing that session with us Thursday morning. It was great to see you in action and to learn hey, from you. And she has another session this afternoon. Yeah, uh, Herding kittens? Herding cats. Herding cats. So if, you're, if, you're, if kindergarten is your bugaboo, Jess is the, the, the guru for you. WVPP? Did I get that right? WVPP. Mr. Potter, congratulations again. <laughs> great to have seen you last night at the awards. Greater to be able to call you a friend and a colleague and continue to learn from you. And thanks for lending us your arms for pictures. I appreciate it. Andy? Hello. Thank Hi, you Andy. for giving us a few minutes of your time, which ended up being a few hours of your time. I'm hoping this is not the end of our conversation, but the start of a much longer one. Because oh, I think I have a thousand more questions for you yeah. that we're just scratching the surface of. Absolutely. Um, Aza and Wayne and Christina are probably furious because they did not get nearly this much time on no. the air with us <laughs> in Nashville. but. Until next time. They're stuck in Australia. <laughs> there are worse places to be stuck, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but thank awesome. you all so much for, for your time. This has been thank awesome. You, yeah, thanks. Beautiful. Yeah. Very close. I think that was the most dynamic open forum podcast episode ever recorded. Um, that was kind of a wacky one. That's going to do it for Mike, Will, and Andy over in California. Coming up next month, Mike and I will be highlighting the upcoming Take Your Parents to PE Week running from September 23rd to the 27th, so you do, you do not want to miss out on that. As always, if you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at openforumpod at gmail.com. If you would like to tweet at us directly, Mike Martinez is at physedfreak, and I am at P. We love to hear from you, so please reach out with comments, ideas, and suggestions. We want to keep the show a truly open forum. Until next time, stay active, everyone. This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphyzed.org.